Welcome to A Raw Perspective, A Fresh Point of View. I am your host, Richard Anthony Wallace, once again in another quarantine edition of this podcast. It seems like day a billion, but there haven't been a billion days since this existence of this podcast. And we are just trekking along. First and foremost, I hope you are keeping safe, keeping your social distance, and wearing a mask. That is all I ask for this time. I want to give a shout out to my subscribers that have subscribed to my podcast. I got two. That's two is better than none, so I want to give a big shout out to Joseph and a big shout out to Bianca for um, being monthly subscribers to my podcast. Thank you so much for supporting the vision, uh, which literally was just a venting place for me after my father had passed. And I just want to continue to thank you both for your continuous contribution to this channel. Yes, if you would like to subscribe and contribute, you can always find the link below. I don't ask for anything during this, but it is reaffirming that people are listening and they are sending some across my way just to keep upkeep with this this podcast. Uh, there are a little expenses to there and that they help a little bit um, since I am using a third-party service uh, I do pay for fees in in those so um, but it is free content to you wherever you get your podcast wherever you listen to your podcast so thank you again for those that are listening I am at a crossroad of what to talk about this week this topic for today is called random talk because I had nothing that I wanted to articulate at this time and yeah it's 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 hard to come up with content time and time again I've been doing this for almost a year and Trying to come up with new content time and time again has been challenging. So I just wanted to do something random and call it Random Talk. And speak what's ever on my mind. Uh, where I'm going to get my inspiration is through Twitter. I'm going to see what's trending at this time. And see what I can talk about regarding that. So I am on Twitter this is Twitter for me. Things that are trending are Mark Jackson from the NBA. Uh, Netflix using pictures of RuPaul's All-Star 5 winner as a thumbnail for the final episode. Sabrina Inesco with her first WNBA professional experience. Uh, it says Kid. Uh... They said Jason Kidd. Yeah, they're, they're talking about NBA coaches. That's what they're talking about. Uh, Fleetwood Mac founder Peter Green has died at the age of 73. WNBA is trending. Mike Jones is trending. Who? <laughs> 2A1330-8004. If you know. 
a boxer, Sanisa Strada bouts with Miranda Atkins was over in seconds, so she whooped her ass. Sue Bird is trending, Emmett Till is trending, and Kylian Mbappe injury could see him miss the Champions League quarterfinals. That's for me. What's trending around the world is Tom Thibodeau has signed a five-year deal with the New York Knicks. Corey Crawford uh, is on the ice for the Chicago Blackhawks. The Knicks are trending. Dallas Keuchel is trending. Javier Baez is trending. WNBA is trending. Elon Musk is trending. There's a lot of trending stuff that I, I could talk about, but let's go to the news section. Hurricane Hannah heads for South Texas coronavirus hotspot. So my listeners in Texas, um, in that South Texas region, please be safe. Uh, bankrupt is Neiman Marcus will close Hudson Yard stores. Neiman Marcus is a, was a big retail company now and is feeling the effects of Amazon and the coronavirus, which is quite sad. Federal judges deny requests uh, from Oregon's Attorney General to stop Portland's arrest by U.S. agents. New book about Prince Harry and Meghan explores why they left the royal family. Uh, there is the wall of vets that joined the Black Lives Matter protests in Portland. Chicago meteorologist Jerry Taft dies at 77. That was sad. The Supreme Court rejects Nevada's church challenge to restriction on service attendance. There's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, but I will focus my attention to see what's really trending within the world of politics, social justice, and Black Lives Matter. I will talk about what's going on in Portland. Uh, first of all, I'm quite shocked that it is in Portland. Uh, but if you have not been seeing the news, there have been Black Lives Matter protests in regards to the city of Portland. And the federal government has issued these militias, these federal agents, to come to the streets of Portland to stretch their limits of authority. And these protests have been very peaceful until these federal agents have came and cause violence and destruction to the citizens of Portland. Now, what blows my mind is Portland, Oregon. I am not familiar with Portland. I did live in the Pacific Northwest for a time and season for about two years, but I never went to Portland. And they say, keep Portland weird, city of roses, rip city. That is all I know Portland to be. And I'm pretty sure their demographic of Portland is very white which is why I'm like I'm it is it's cool to see that these white folks are going out talking about the injustices that are happening to black bodies within the United States of America it's just it's like wow Portland I never would have thought Portland Oregon would do that but looking at the demographics of Portland uh, they come from a very liberal background, very liberal mindset, and that's something that's been reaffirming. And you see 
in media that these federal agents are coming over to Portland to cause chaos and destruction to peaceful protests, uh, demanding justice for uh, the killers of Breonna Taylor, asking for the arrest of those uh, police officers um, that came in for for the untimely death that shouldn't even have happened um, to this young lady that was driving for life. And you, you see it time and time again within in media and everybody's like, oh man, this is happening because things were being recorded. But this has been going on since the inception of, of, of time for black bodies in this United States of America, you know, um, you know, POCs have been dealing with injustices for God knows how long. It's it's deep rooted in the system of which this country was founded, um, especially taking the land of the indigenous people that that rightfully had theirs taken away. It's it's, it's fucked up how people can colonize an area and say, claim it as theirs, and then shit hits the fan. And it looks like the chickens have come home to roost, especially with the times of systemic oppression. People are tired, particularly marginalized groups that have been pushed, stepped over, oppressed for for this time, and it, it is time for an uprooting. And it's, it's nice to see and it's really affirming to see different allies that are like finally getting it and seeing that this shit is happening to to everybody that they, they consider a friend. Uh, but the way that this changes is systemically. And we can say this until we turn blue in the face. The implemental change does not happen until it's systemically in place. You have to go into the system and restructure the system in order for you to have implemented change. Personally, there shouldn't be billionaires. Why do you need all that fucking money for? Why? If you look at the human conditions, it's like, uh, I guess that Maslow hierarchy of needs, like, like basic needs is what food, water, shelter. Uh, that's, that's the most basic thing that individuals are asking for. And in America, we just have a stalemate within Congress of trying to implement stimulus checks to Americans that are not working that have filed for unemployment due to the pandemic that has cost them their jobs. We will never see those jobs again. When when there is a vaccine, there, I, it's it's quite sad, and you you can see the true colors of people when survival has to come into it. So I I can see there will be people stealing from others to survive, and that's that's what people need: physiological needs from Maslow hierarchy of needs is food, water, warmth, and rest. And then the second thing is just making sure that there's safety and security. Those are the, the most basic human needs that, that we need as, as humans. Everything else is like psychological and self-fulfillment. So the psychological aspect of it is just feeling like you need to belong, feeling like you need love. And then 
the feeling of prestige or feeling accomplished. These are things that are that are uh, socially constructed for us. Because at the end of the day, I look at it from, from this mindset. Yeah, you can be the richest, you can be the most powerful, you can be the baddest, but at the end of the day, you and me have the same 24 hours in a day. You and me breathe the same damn air that has been bred by people before us. In the next thousand years, if there is a thousand years of human existence, no one's going to give a shit about you. You might be a page in a history book. Because we are all here for a time and season. And we are trying to do the best to continue our legacy. That is what I feel like our purpose here is on this earth. Is to do well by others, reach one, teach one, spread love, and continue a legacy. And that legacy doesn't have to be through procreation. That legacy means being able to reach one, change one person's life. Everybody is here for a purpose. And if you don't feel like you are here for a purpose, I want to let you know that you do matter, that you are here for a distinct reason. No matter what challenges that you have dealt with in your life, whether that be with mental illness, whether that be with uh, physical, verbal abuse, abuse of any nature, it, it, it is disheartening to hear that people have to go through these things through physical abuse, verbal abuse, psychological abuse, like sexual assault, that th these things shouldn't be happening to, to individuals. I mean, I would perceive most individuals as decent human beings. I, I have a firm belief that people do have good intentions when they are trying to live this life that we're that we're trying to live and we just think we get lost in in the whole facade of what society perceives what is deemed justified what is deemed worthy this by our standards society deems as wealthy this in society standards deems this as powerful this in society is deemed all-knowing and we're all all sucked into it we all well I'm not gonna assume everybody has access to social media but the way that technology has influenced societal needs it's it's we've, we've adapted to look at what's trending on Twitter to see where we get our news I mean, people don't read the newspaper, they read their cell phones now, which are mini computers in itself. And if you have that sense of privilege to read your cell phone, that is, wow. Think of a time where we were reading newspapers and how we can connect with individuals from different countries if they have the same capabilities as us, as, well, as the internet has boomed in various different countries. And that's where I get with America because, yes, this, this is a very rich, very powerful nation, but it's a very rich and powerful nation for individuals that have that power. I would say about 10% live in a utopia where 
nothing really matters to them. They don't have to worry about where they're getting their next meal. They have everything catered to them. It, it, it doesn't matter. Then you got about 30-40% that are, are making it, but they have struggles and they're trying to progress forward to make sure that their livelihood for their friends, family is all well. And then you have that other 10%, or no, I'm sorry, that other 50% that's trying to figure out where's their next meal coming from? How are they going to provide for their family? And especially during times of a pandemic, that's that's really sad. It's really sad, especially in the United States of America where there isn't such thing as universal health care, where every other nation has universal health care needs or access to the public health system where they compensate their doctors and medical personnel very well, just like they would in the United States. But people don't have to worry about going to the hospital and getting hit with a $100,000 bill because they got a cough. So fucking stupid. It's how I look at it. And then, especially if you're wanting to bring life into this world appropriate, uh, as far as maternity leave for those that are trying to be expecting mothers here in the United States, you may get maternity leave or you may not. You might have to take vacation days in order to tend to your child. You might get a week of maternity leave. While in other countries, they're what they got 18 months, almost two years to be fully compensated by their business and then tend to their child. And then even trying to dictate reproductive rights for women, that's that's this, and, and done by these white men in Congress and, and in the Senate. Shouldn't you have a woman on those, those conversations on how to dictate what to do with women's bodies? These are the things that just go in my head. It's, it's literally... I look, I look, and I look, and I'm like, we cannot be this incompetent. We cannot be this fucking stupid. <laughs> and I just, I just look at the way that that America has elected this individual in office to literally dismantle something that was created for the greater good. I'm not saying Obama was perfect. He's not perfect. But he was a, a politician that actually knew how to get his shit done. He actually listened to briefs. And he did the best he could under the circumstances that he had. Yes, did he make mistakes? Sure. All politicians make mistakes. It's not gonna be not gonna be everything that you like about the person. However, I would take Obama back in a heartbeat as opposed to this asshole that's in office right now. In a heartbeat. Literally. These are the the things that we we must, you know, listen to. Like these are the conversations that I I have with my mother about being politically aware of what is happening and maybe it's because I was a political science major to be able to speak on some of these things that are happening in society and how those in positions of power are 
manipulating their power for their greater gain and their greater good in order to make money for themselves while the masses is struggling day in and day out. And I find that sad. I find that really sad. Me being an American citizen, like I, as a black man in America, I don't feel safe going outside. One, I have to worry about the pandemic. I mean, people just said, fuck the mask. Where I, where I live, it's like, oh yeah, there's no, there's no coronavirus out here. There's no COVID-19. I'm just going to do whatever the fuck I want to do. Got kids across the street playing baseball. I uh, got parents sitting in there. I mean, I know it's outside, but you're sitting next to another parent. Could be asymptomatic. You, you, do, you just don't know, man. You just don't know. And, and then me, you know, staying in the confines of my house, being with my mother. And I love my mother. Uh, and, you know, sometimes we need our space from each other, too. Because there's, there's some challenges that, that we, we endure. But, hey, that's what family is. This family's not perfect. And, but we, we talk about the things. Like, we still going to be on punishment. We're, we're looking at surges of this pandemic. It's... It's not going away anytime soon without the vaccine. We don't know when the vaccine's going to be happening. I'm hopeful that it's going to be happening next year in mass quantities. I'm not going to be the first person to take it, though. But I, I, I have hopes that we will go back to somewhat normalcy um, next year. And I'm just looking at my quality of life here as in, in the United States. This is why I've been telling people, it's like... I want to move. <laughs> and I know that sounds like a privileged thing to do, but I think my oldest brother saw the light was very, he had foresight, like for real, but I mean, he, he went for love too. I mean, he found, he found his significant other, he found his husband. So he, he was going for love too, but he saw the light. He, he's moved over to London, but now he's trying to move again, move over to Barcelona due to the, the Brexit happenings i'm pretty aware of what's happening in the world politics as well um, and with me i want to leave I, my quality of life here in the united states it's it was a it was a fun run for the 30 years that i had but damn it i want to leave it's it's time i'm i should not be living like this and will i miss my mother will i miss my other brother that live here yes i will but for me and my quality of life, my well-being, and if I want to start a future family, I'm not trying to raise them in the United States of America. I'm not trying to do that, not during these times. That's why I've always been adamant of trying to move to Canada. Yeah, Canada is not perfect. Canada is nowhere near perfect. But, hell, I have a better fighting chance in Canada than I will in the United States as a black man. And that's what, what this whole thing is about, man. I've been, I'm trying to get my shit in order. That's why I moved back home with my mother to save money so I can, I know this is going to be a big sacrifice for me to move to a whole other country where, I, I mean, I know a few people, but this is literally like leaving my entire family behind. Like, I'm leaving my father's gravesite that I've only been to, like, three times. 
for a quality of life because I know that this is bigger than me. This is why I'm doing this. This is why I'm... I, I know that it's time for me to, to move in. The pandemic has put a major dampener on... Um, on me moving, but that's still not going to stop me and deter me from, from moving to Canada. I'm, I'm moving. God willing, I am moving, and I'm going to have a long, productive life in Canada. I'm going to get married over there. I'm going to have kids over there, and I'm going to be an old-ass man over there, and I'm going to die an old-ass man over there. And you can bury me there. Because, like I said, this is bigger than me. This is... It's bigger than me. This is for for the legacy that I want to let, leave. That's what I was talking about as far as human beings. Leaving that legacy. And that's what I want to do. I want to leave that legacy. I want to leave it for me to do something better than myself. And that's all it's all about. These are the random thoughts that have been going in my head. And if you've been hearing me banter for about 25 minutes, thank you so much for hearing my banter. I I got so much more shit to say. I might do a part two to this next week just to see what's in my head. But if you are feeling this podcast, you can go ahead and donate to the chip jar below. All you got to do is just click it. You can make a one-time offer. You can subscribe. Um, it's really greatly appreciated for those that have subscribed. Like I said, thank you, Joseph, and thank you, Miyaga, for subscribing. Um, if you haven't done so already, you can find me on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Perspective for the latest updates on the podcast. And I just want to continue to make sure that people are practicing social distancing people are wearing a mask and people are staying safe during these unprecedented times and the last thing i will say is go fucking vote in november whether that be mail-in ballot because in the state of illinois you can mail in your ballots you can also do early voting and if you're going to go to the polls wear a damn mask vote for the person that has political experience is what I will recommend. I know the two-party system sucks, and I can talk about that in random talk number two, which will probably happen next week. Probably will. Random talk two. That's what we're going to do. But vote for the person with political experience. I don't care if you don't like him. I know he has a track record of being a creepy dude. Yes. Sucks. But this is where we're at. And... Hopefully, he brings in a VP that is worthy of something. But this is where we're at. But I probably won't have to deal with that shit because I'm going to try and be a permanent resident. Actually, I will. I'm going to speak that shit into existence. I will be a permanent resident of the great country of Canada, even with its issues and all. I will be a permanent resident over there um, within the next calendar year. That is what I'm going to speak into existence. But until then... My name is Richard Anthony Wallace. This is a raw perspective. Peace.